Hey everyone, I'm your host and soul sister, Gretchen North. I'm a veteran health and wellness professional turned life coach. Sticky situation is about getting unstuck so that we can get on living the lives we are meant to live. We'll share stories and advice, hear from experts, and even do some guest coaching to be reminded of living today with more awareness and inspiration, all in the spirit of creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. To get in touch, find me at gonorthcoaching.com. Let's get going. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. It's my birthday. Not exactly. My birthday was yesterday, but in my family, we like to celebrate all week or all month. I think technically I began celebrating about five days ago when my husband and I took an impromptu trip to go skiing. We then extended our stay. I got back and I treated myself to a new haircut. I got a manicure and a pedicure. I'm getting massaged today. Practicing a lot of self-care and a lot of self-compassion and treating myself to things that feel indulgent and that I can do for myself and not really have to rely on others because then I can set myself up for disappointment. I received some beautiful flowers from a very dear friend. And last night during my yoga teacher training, I carried out a Spanish tradition that I learned about when I was studying abroad in Spain, which is to bring treats on your birthday to share and to celebrate with others. Thinking about the future of the podcast and the promise to you to bring on guests and interviews and clients, I wanted to pivot and interview myself. And I don't quite feel ready to do that. And it does sound ridiculous and indulgent, but I thought it would be funny. Instead, I decided I would share with you an excerpt from a gigantic book called The Secret Language of Birthdays. And for January 20th, my birthday, for those of you who are really curious, it's my 49th birthday and I am embracing my birthday because I think so many of us discount our birthdays. We don't like them. We don't want people to know how old we are. We don't want to receive. And I just want to encourage you to open up and to indulge in self-care and self-love and see what it feels like to receive compliments and not brush them off. When people are giving to you, you're doing them a disservice by blowing off a compliment or saying it's not necessary and so forth. They want to celebrate you and that's beautiful and that's okay. So back to my book, The Day of the Freewheeler. Those born on January 20th are intensely alive individuals who are very comfortable following their impulses wherever they lead. Case in point, I'm reading from a book from you right now because this is my impulse. I didn't know what else to do for today's topic. 
The capacity to make snap decisions and act on them is highly characteristic of people born on this day. Improvisation, rather than painstaking, they take life as it comes, no matter how chaotic or upsetting it is, they feel they can handle it. Their own internal state is often chaotic as well, although they miraculously impart an orderliness to their work, most often due to technical ease in their particular medium. I will say that I know what they're talking about in being able to pull off what I'm doing. And even though I feel chaotic on the inside, it looks like there's order because of technical ease. And I think I experienced that a lot in my career. I think that um, I suffered a lot from imposter syndrome. And I think really what it came down to was that it came so easily to me that I didn't accept that I really knew what I was doing because I felt like it should have been harder. Now, this podcast, on the other hand, is not something that I have technical ease with, but I'm just sticking to the plan. I'm just going to keep showing up and doing it for better or for worse. Humor figures prominently in the makeup of these vibrant people. I really feel like I haven't had a chance to show my true humor colors yet. I think when I have guests and can have banter and I'm not relying on myself, uh, you'll begin to see that I believe this is true about me. The most dire circumstances are often alleviated, lightened by their ready wit. But such a fine sense of irony also serves to protect a profound inner sensitivity. Though they are fond of jokes and will even play the fool themselves if it suits them, they are very proud individuals who take themselves very seriously indeed. Mm, I don't know if I 100% agree with that because I definitely agree with the making myself a fool and making others laugh. And I do take aspects of myself seriously, but not to the extreme this book makes it sound, I don't think. January 20 people have a deeply human quality which endears them to their family and friends. I hope that's true for you, my listening audience. Despite the fact that they can display a nasty temper and are sharply outspoken in their views, they are quickly forgiven by others for there's no malice in their outbursts. This is probably true for those closest to me, unfortunately, my children and my husband. (laughs) But when I was younger, I definitely think that I had more of a temper and outbursts. And I like that they say that there's no malice because that's definitely true. Because of their love of fun, they may be taken for superficial, especially by those who don't know them. Actually, January 20 people often lead a highly private life and share their hopes and dreams with but a few. Well, that is not true for me, as I've been very candid about my lofty goals and dreams on this podcast with regards to my coaching business, with regards to facilitating international retreats. Um, I don't think I've gotten much into my desire to act, but I've always kind of pursued Um, acting and a current goal is to be an extra in a movie. 
So there you go. Those are my hopes and dreams. Most January 20 people are by nature big hearted and therefore share without a second thought. Yep. I love to give. I love to spoil my loved ones. I love to make a big deal out of company and um, packing a lot of fun into visits. So yeah, that's true. However, later they may well feel a bit put upon if they find the other party unworthy of their generosity. Hmm. Fortunately, I feel pretty good about giving and I'm a fan of paying it forward and giving to strangers and um, without necessarily expecting something in return. Although not always in the best health, January 20 people are highly resilient physically, emotionally, and mentally and capable of surviving many catastrophes in their lives. Yes, that's true. I've called myself a Pollyanna and I've talked to you about spiritual bypass because I'm aware of not wanting to just, you know, sweep the tough stuff under the rug and not really address it. But I have had lots of catastrophes in my life and I feel that they have built resilience and um, a curiosity about what else I can experience and endure in life. I'm not asking for anything negative to happen to me, my family, my loved ones, but I am up for growth. Somehow they always seem to pull through buoyed by an incurable optimism. Although they are generally on the side of the underdog and have strong protective sympathies, January 20 people can themselves be very dictatorial a role for which they are hardly suited. They are not particularly adept at forcing others, including their children, to obey the rules they set down, and perhaps because their own freewheeling style implies a kind of disregard for such restriction, others don't take their authoritarianism seriously. That couldn't be more true. <laughs> and unfortunately, I've been in the supervisory role. I've I'm a parent, I um, have had to have authority and direction and discipline over others and have always kind of also been a non-obeyer of rules. I remember just absolutely hating the restrictiveness of private school growing up. And even as young as kindergarten, my mother was handed a book on how to deal with difficult children. I, I remember being almost suspended from school because of disregard for the rules. And fortunately, I was able to make changes and transfer schools and find less restrictive environments that were more supportive for me. I still believe that having that awareness of what doesn't work for you can allow you to shift things in your environment so that it does work for you. Emotional, expressive, and caring, these larger-than-life people may have glaring faults and make many mistakes of judgment, but do so with a singular absence of malice. Their insistence on a positive attitude toward life and their courage and stick to are an example to others. Well, that's freaking great. That's one of the goals of this podcast. I'm trying to 
share, I guess, some of these innate qualities that I have, but also things that I've worked on throughout my life. Um, So I love that validation. Then there's some stuff in this book that I don't really, I'm not an expert on, but I'm going to interview people who are experts on them, like numbers, astrology, tarot cards. Um, But the gist of what's being said here, because it's going to sound like gibberish if you're anything like me, one thing is that I am on the cusp of Capricorn and Aquarius, and the theme there is mystery and imagination. I guess my tarot card for my birthday says that I seek higher spirituality. Yep, that's so true. And this next section about health I find to be very interesting. As I've been candid before, I have spent a career in health and wellness, and I'll just share this. As mentioned, Though January 20 people are not always in the best of health, their enthusiasm for life usually carries them through. However, they must be aware of allowing small complaints to develop into chronic ones or disregarding warning signs that indicate the emergence of an acute illness. Stress-related practices such as heavy drinking and smoking should be curtailed or at least reduced. Maintaining a healthy diet free of as many additives as possible and based on stable grains and vegetables can aid a sense of calm and balance. Homeopathy, chiropractic, yoga, and spiritual disciplines are also recommended here. So what I find to be so interesting about this segment is I appreciate the heavy drinking should be curtailed. I do enjoy... Um, being festive with, you know, family and friends and celebrating. And I heed this advice. This is in the back of my mind of moderation. Maintaining a diet um, based on grains and vegetables. It's very interesting. I experimented with vegetarianism when I was in sixth grade. That Again, in high school, I began to eliminate a lot of meats. And by my freshman year in college, I was a vegetarian. Post-college, I was a vegan for a couple of years. And currently, I'm a pescatarian. So I eat dairy and I eat fish, a ton of vegetables, no other meats, no chicken or pork or bacon. For some reason, people think that vegetarians eat bacon, but no, we don't. That's pork. Um, and then I love that, like, literally, I've been to the chiropractic several, chiropractor several times this past week, unfortunately, due to a skiing injury, but I do like chiropractic care, and I prefer that over kind of Western traditional medicine. I clearly have this yoga practice that's been a part of my life for a long time, and my constant um, spiritual seeking definitely aligns with Um, my trajectory here. Then this fancy little book gives you some advice. My advice is look before you leap. Allow others to express themselves without your reacting prematurely. Be more patient. Try not to demand so much attention. Okay, I'm going to listen to all of that. And my meditation is the words, I can't, are best used sparingly. I agree. I like that 
impossible and the words I'm possible are within that. I love that. Okay. Not very many interesting famous people were born on my day. I think the one that I know, but maybe many of you don't know, is George Burns, who was a comedian and actor. He lived to be in like his 90s. My strengths, my big strengths are I'm expressive, I'm resilient, and I'm big hearted. And my weaknesses, my weaknesses are I'm chaotic, I'm unrealistic, and I'm upsetting. All of that kind of resonates in in different ways. I've talked about how things come easily to me, but it might look a little messy getting to the finished product, but I feel so devoted to following through and to finishing tasks that I usually pull things together, but maybe the process looks a little sloppy, but I'm usually confident in what I've created, I guess. The unrealistic thing I think is I often make these crazy plans. I think that the impossible is possible. I just said that. And I think that sometimes for others, it seems like I'm unrealistic, but for me, that actually is almost a strength. I feel like I'm like in a job interview trying to twist a weakness, but I feel I feel pretty solid about that. And then upsetting. I can kind of see that too. I know that I get caught up in my my own things and I'm not always super in touch with everybody that I love or on top of calling them or answering my phone as I've discussed. Um, so I think that that's the way that I can be upsetting. So just a fun little invitation. If you're ever interested in knowing what your birthday holds, I would love to read yours to you. Super fun book. Again, it is The Secret Language of Birthdays by Gary Goldschneider and Juiced Elfers. Okay, never really looked at their names, but I do come back to this book all the time. And I also love to look up people that are in my life and share with them. So just before I let you go before this very special and strange episode, um, I hope this didn't seem too self-indulgent. That's not my intent. My intent is really to celebrate everyone and to give you permission to enjoy your birthday. Also, the idea that I shared at the beginning of interviewing myself really was this crazy idea that I had that I like to imagine where I'm going in life and to embody the feelings of what it'll feel like when I get there. And so I do hope to have this large coaching practice with um, a huge impact on the world to the point where maybe people would be curious to hear what I have to say during an interview. And I didn't quite deliver in that capacity, uh, but the sharing of myself is... Um, Maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll go down in history as my my first interview before, you know, Oprah interviews me. Um, so I just want to encourage you to keep dreaming and to keep acting like your dreams are happening, even if they feel really lofty. This is kind of a silly way for me to pretend that I've 
arrived at the the level of impact that I hope my coaching business has. So have fun, be silly, enjoy yourself. And thanks for letting me share a little about my birthday and maybe anyone else who's listening who happens to have a January 20th birthday. Don't forget to reach out if you want to hear all about yours. So that's a wrap. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to work through a sticky situation of your own, shoot me an old school email at gonorthcoaching at gmail or check out my other offerings at gonorthcoaching.com. If you're listening, chances are we know each other and I'm so grateful for your support. Please help me spread the word by sharing, liking, rating, subscribing. Any and all of the things are so appreciated. See you next time.